Welcome back to the Global Tehillim and Physics Daily Call. On behalf of the OU, this is Naftali Herman. It's great to be back with each and every one of you. Thank you so much for joining the program and for making it a part of your day on Yom Shlishi, the 19th day of the month of Kislev. Again, thank you to our incredible generous sponsors as we thank them each day for their continued support. And today, thankfully, we have a number of you who really express your generosity and dedication to the call and really just want to say thank you so much and whose names are prominently listed in the OU Daily email. To sponsor a future program, please visit OU.org call. Please note that the deadline to submit a sponsorship for tomorrow's program is, is, the, is the evening at 5 p.m. Eastern. On behalf of the OU, it is my esteemed honor to welcome back to the Daily Call and introduce our Yechatzel Soimlis of Congregation Beth Shalom in Lawrence, New York, to share Dibrich physics, which will be immediately followed by Rabbi Soimlis, slowly reciting our daily four chapters of Tehillim, Eretz Chaf, Chaf Gimel, Kuf, Chaf Aleph, and Kuf Lamed. Those are chapters 20, 23, 121, and 130. Will be followed by the Mishabirach of Cholim with a sizable pause to insert the names of those whom we are davening, praying for. And Rabbi Freundlich will conclude with the recitation of Achenu. If I'm not mistaken, I believe that the last time that we had Rabbi Freundlich on was while he was still the rabbi up in Montreal at TBDJ. I don't know if that's an acronym, but I made it into one. And uh, since then, I believe as of this past summer, Freundlich family moved to the five towns where Rabbi Freundlich is now the Mordasra at Beth Shalom. A bit late, but I'd like to wish Mazel Tov and continued Hatzlacha to Rabbi Freundlich success in impacting, inspiring, and uplifting all those whom he comes in contact with. Please continue to keep three young people who are very much in need of our Tilos, Chaya Esther, Tila, Bas Ariel, Sikora, Rafael Chaim, and Sima Rezel, and Chaim Leb, and Ora Yael. With great honor, Rabbi Freundless. Thank you very much, Rabbi Herman. Indeed, you are correct. We last spoke, I was, uh, we've spoken many times since. And the last time I was a presenter on this wonderful program was in Montreal. We are here in New York. And I do just want to start by saying how astounding it is that this continues uh, from the beginning of COVID until now. Every day, hundreds of people getting on and listening to some words of Torah is really amazing, and it is a pleasure. I've lost track how many times I personally have done this, so I just know how long it's been going on. It is really, uh, really amazing. Call a to all of you listeners uh, out there. Uh, I wanted to share a really bold yet beautiful thought from Reb Shimshin Rafal Hirsch, the great leader of the German community of the late 1800s. Uh, taking a look at the beginning of our Parsha, Parsha's Vayeshev, it's a complicated Parsha because of the family dynamics at play, which seem, not just they seem, they are so against the values that we would think we would want a typical Jewish family to have. And we're not talking about a typical family. We're talking about Yaakov Avinu. We're talking about the Shivtei Kais, 12 sons who are going to become the leaders of the Shvatim. And the simple reading of the story is difficult on many levels. Right from the very beginning, the Torah describes the Yisrael Ahav Yosef Mikol Banav. Number one, Yaakov loves one of his children more than the others. And expresses that. It's not just deep in his heart he connects to one child, which he does. He sees in Yosef his own, this spiritual heir of his own mission. But he manifests itself with this ketonis basim that he gives him, this special coat that he gives to Yosef. 
in which he openly and overtly identifies Yosef as the object of his love. And the Pesach says, Vayiruichav, and then the brothers see this. They see that this one son is loved by their father more than everyone else. And the Torah uses the word, Vayisnu oso. They hated him. It's, it's such a strong word. It's hard to read the psukim. And we even know how the story is going to go. A difficult story. By Yisnu'u also, the Torah uses a language that they hated him. They couldn't speak in any way peacefully to him, about him. The Torah describes the dreams, and then Yosef, of course, tells these dreams to his brothers. And at the end of the second dream that he shares with them, the Torah then says, His brothers were jealous of him. And we have traits in which... Yaakov shows an overt favoritism than the others. We have a hatred the brothers feel towards Yosef. We have jealousy that the brothers have towards their brothers. They then sell him down to Mitzrayim. The whole story is complicated. Refers even adds an interpretation that when we're first introduced to Yosef in the very first Pesach of the Parsha, the Torah tells us he was a Na'ar. He was this young lad of 17 years old. He was Roeh Es Echav Baton. With his brothers, he shepherded it with the flocks. Vuhunar Es Bnei Zilhav Yes Bnei Zilpah. But as a youth, he was with the, the children of Bilha and Zilpa. And Refersh points out that the Torah only says he was with his brothers Baton when he was a shepherd, meaning when he was at work, so to speak, in a formal type of environment, he could be with his brothers, the brothers of Leah, the six brothers of Leah. But only when it was Baton, when they had what to do when they had, to, had a job in front of them. But otherwise, he would hang out with the Bnei Vilha and the Bnei Zilpa, the, the sons, his other four sons of, of the maidservants. And Rashi points out that the reason why he hung out with the sons of the maidservants was based on the Medrash to be Mekarev them, that the other brothers looked down at the four brothers, the children of Bnei Bilha and Bnei Zilpa. And Yosef was interested in being Mekarev them. Refersh points out, again in a bold statement, that there were other reasons that Yosef had that he might have connected. He could not connect with his older brothers. It didn't, it did not work. Yosef had a difficult upbringing. He's the only child. He has, he has no mother to raise him. Of course, as Rachel dies in childbirth, last week's Parsha giving birth to his younger brother. And Benjamin is really younger than him, so he doesn't really grow up with a brother. He doesn't grow up with a mother. And he only finds his place amongst the Bnei Bilha and the Bnei Zilpa, who, Refersh points out, it seems, and that's is really himself says that the other brothers treated them differently. And Yosef as a future leader, as a future uh, ruler, might have been, as we see in other mem- uh, aspects of Chazal, a little vain, a little arrogant, refers rights, and associated with these sons who perhaps, in his language, submitted a little to him, and perhaps flattered him somewhat. And here he found his place amongst those brothers who looked up to him in a little bit, because he couldn't find that place amongst the older brothers. And all of these ideas, you take them together. Yosef's behavior to, to his brothers, the brothers' hatred, the language that Torah uses, the brothers' jealousy, that they sell him, that Yaakov um, gives him this code, which the Gemara will later record and say a person should never do such a thing to actively, in an overt way, display how one loves one son more than the others. Because look at what happened to Yaakov. A person should never act in such a manner. It's a very difficult story. 
And here's how Rav Hirsch sees in this story such a magnificent lesson in which he says, all of these things that the Torah is telling us here, and the Torah never shies away from pointing out errors or mistakes or imperfections of our avos. Our avos are not malachim. They are not angels. They are people. And the Torah tells us mistakes from Adam Arishon to Avram and Sarah all the way down through Moshe. The Torah is clear and never shies away from it. And in this story also, we have these traits of a family dynamic, complicated dynamic with jealousy and hatred and favoritism. And says refers to the ideal Jewish home that we want for ourselves and for our families and that we, with Hashem's help, should create in our families is a product, he writes, of the education through the Torah and a product of our Jewish destiny. Meaning, we are naturally, as a people, oz shibuumos. We are not a submissive people. We are an Azus pun, and we can sometimes be arrogant. We could be tough to deal with. We could be stiff-necked. We could be all of those things. We could be a people that are naturally filled with nikima, desire for revenge, as the brothers took out, of sinna and hatred and kinna. But we are elevated through the education that we receive through the Torah. We are not naturally born tzaddikim, and the Torah tells us the greatest of families that we have, Yaakov Avinu with his 12 sons, you think they were free from jealousy and from hatred and from complicated family dynamics? Absolutely not. This is a natural look of of what happens, even to a, a family as great as Yaakov. And this people, and using Refersh's language, that have become us, the most humane, the most brotherly nation, the most looked at people for how to create a dynamic of love for parents, parents for children, children for brothers, pure as pearls and shining like diamonds, he writes. That nation transfigured from its azus panim, from its difficult, stiff-necked, bold nature to a people of faithfulness and steadfastness in all the face of our trials and temptations. That is, in Refersh's language, a triumph of the Torah, a triumph of the divine law. And then, as he writes, which did not emerge from our midst, but was revealed to us. It was given to us to make us into the types of people that the Rebona Shalom wants us to become. And it is such, I find in this comment, it's a bold comment, but it is such an uplifting comment that we have, if we will look deep into ourselves, natures, tendencies, imperfections that we don't necessarily want, that are not beautiful. And you know what? That's how we're born. That's how the Rebona Shalom made us and said, I've now given you this beautiful Torah. Follow it. Learn it, and you can now become the person that you are destined to become. It, we're not born that way. No one's born that way. The only job we have is to continue moving in that direction, to take what we have and to become better every day, a little bit better than before. Life is a spectrum. It's a spectrum in terms of being nice and the kindness that we have and the levels of selfishness that we have, the levels of benevolence that we have. We all have tendencies of of hatred and of jealousy. And if we will recognize them and just say, okay, this is where I am today. Tomorrow, tomorrow I want to be a little bit better. Tomorrow and the day after that, I want to be a little bit better than that. And that's the power that the Torah has to make us into the B'nai Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, the people who become people of greatness. And the Torah does not shy away that it didn't necessarily start that way. Not for anyone. 
not for any human being. Um, and that is the, the, and again, in his language, the triumph of the Torah, that a, a, a psukim which can describe sinna and kinna and hatred and jealousy, and these are going to become the shivs take up. These are going to become the leaders, the heads of the, the shvatim of all of Klaisha, who have the name of Hashem attached to them, the shivs take up, as we describe in the triumph of Torah, and that's our job every day. Through, through following and through learning and our tefillah and davening every day a little bit better than the day before to eradicate the traits that we don't want to have and to become uh, the righteous people that we, uh, that we can be. Wishing everybody tremendous hatzlacha and success and on this journey as we move uh, toward it. Let's say some uh, tehillim together. We'll begin with Perek Chaf. Amnatseyach mizmor lidovid, yancho adunoi biyom tzaro, yisagev choshoim elohe Yaakov. Yishlach ezrochom ikodesh umitzion, yisadeko yizkor kol minchosecho, v'oi losecho yidash neselo. Yitain lecho chilvo vecho vecholat tasecho yimolei, Niranin Abishua Secha, Uvishem Eloheinu Nidgo, Imalayadunai Kol Mishalo Secha, Atoyodati, Kiyoshiadunai Mishicho, Yaneu Mishmei Kotchel Bigburoz Yesha Yimino, Elevarecha, Vielevasusim, Vanachnu Bishem Adunai Eloheinu Nazkir, Heima Karovinafalu, Vanachnu Kamnuvinisodod, Adunai Yoshio HaMelech Yaneinu V'yoyim Kareinu Perek Chof Gimel 23 Mizmor Lidovir Adunai Rui Loechza Rabinos Deshayar Viteini Almei Menuchos Yenaleini Nafshi Yishovev Yancheini V'maglei Tzedek Leman Shemo Gam Ki Elech Begeit Salomo V'eslo Iro Roki Atoi Modi Shilamalo <laughs> Adunai Yishmor Cha Mikol Ra Yishmor Es Nafshecha Adunai Yishmor Tzaytzucha Uvoecha Me'atav Yad Olam And lastly, Kuft Lamed 1.30 Shir Hamalos Mimamakim Kirasicha Adunai Adunai Shimavikoy Li Tiyeno Adnecha Kashuvos Lekol Tachanunai Adunai <laughs> 
Yachel Yisrael el Adonai ki yim Adonai Yachasel varbeim ofidus Vehu yifnes Yisrael mikol avono Yisrael Then Yishaberach for the Cholim, Yishaberach Avoseinu, Avrom Yitzchok, V'yakob, Moshe, Aron, David, Ushlomu, Yivarech, V'yirapay, Esach, Cholim. Ba'avor shanachnu mispalolim ma'avuram. Schar ze'akadosh baruchu yimalei rachamim aleyem. La'achlimom ulerapostom. Ula'achazikom ula'achayosom. V'yishlach lohem meiro rifuoshlemot min ha'shamayim. L'chol evereyem ulechol gideyem. Esoch sharchol e'yisroel. Fuos ha'nefesh urefuos ha'gov. Ha'shavagalov izman karev n'aymar amen. Achenu kol beis Yisrael, anasunim mitzaroh v'shivio, ha'umdim mein bayom uveim ayabasho, ha'makom yirachem alayem ayotzi'em, mitzaroh l'irvacho, meyafelo l'orohu mishivu negula. Ashtavagalov izman karev, and aymara, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Roy Freundlich, one of the card-carrying yekis on the call, including my parents, I know, who are on. Always appreciate a good first Torah. Again, really, everyone, I look forward to having you back on the program soon in the near future. We hope and pray that all of our collective efforts for safety, strength, and refuah for all of those in need will be answered, the for good. Whatever it might be that we're davening for, those in need of a refuah, whether physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, those who are davening for shidduch, whether for themselves, the child, the grandchild, or whoever it might be, those who are hoping and yearning for children, may all of our tefillos, whether it be for parnasa, whether it be for chizuk, whatever it might be, may all of our tefillos be answered, the tova for good. Please join us again for our next scheduled program tomorrow on Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern. With hearts full of faith, stay strong, hopeful, and optimistic, wishing everyone a wonderful, healthy, and stay safe.